This is Derek Bros. Derek Bros. Derek Bros. This is Derek Bros. of the Conscious Resistance. I'm here in Standing Run. That man is wanted in five different countries: Chile, Argentina, Brazil. We've been fighting a long time. We've all lost so very much. So many loved ones gone. fucking days that horse. You are not alone. There are pockets of resistance all around the planet. We are at the brink. Above all, stay alive. You have no idea how important you are. Hey everyone, this is Derek Bros with the Conscious Resistance Network, and today we are going to talk about a very important story, a an unfortunately disturbing story that um, I'm hoping we get more details as time goes on. I just wrote an article about it. This is, of course, related to an announcement just last Tuesday by the Utah County Sheriff's Office that they are investigating ritualized child sexual abuse. You heard that right. Those are not my words. Those are the words of the police officers in Utah County. So we're going to be talking about that and more today. Uh, but as usual, I want to encourage you guys to bookmark my website, theconsciousresistance.com. That is theconsciousresistance.com. You can check it out um, every day. I encourage you to check it out. <laughs> my content is constantly coming out. I mean, just this week, I've released my talk from Float Fest last month. We did a, uh, a video last week about the monkeypox simulation. Tonight, we have a new free episode of Freethinker Radio and so much more. And any day now, I'm hoping tonight or tomorrow, this week, we'll have the latest episode of the Pyramid of Power, Chapter 10 on the Foundations. So much content coming out here, guys. We have it broken up into easy categories, investigations, documentaries, books. Learn more about agorism. Check out my presentations if you want to hear my talks over the years. You can take my holistic self-assessment course if you want to get your mind right, align your thoughts, feelings, and actions, get your habits and goals lined up. You can search by category, 5G technology, Epstein, the Finder's Cult, agorism, motivational, COVID, surveillance state, and much more. All of that at theconsciousresistance.com. And guys, this, as I said a moment ago, I mean, this, these types of stories are not things I enjoy doing. Unfortunately, for the last four or five years, it's a topic I have been investigating, um, specifically starting with Jeffrey Epstein and my documentary, Bringing Down Jeffrey Epstein, which came out in October 2018 after I visited Jeffrey Epstein's house and produced a documentary about him. That led me to start investigating the Finders Cult, which you know ended up in my documentary, Who Will Find What the Finders Hide. You can find both those documentaries on our website. And I've also done reports over the years on uh, child sexual abuse uh, and covers cover-ups of those in the Southern Baptist Church. I've got a story coming on that later tonight on Freethinker Radio, an update on that on in the Jehovah's Witness Church and the Mormon Church and the Catholic Church. Uh, you know, this is a lot more common than people realize. And so my work is is focused on those three different areas. With Jeffrey Epstein, you have the political kind of escapades of rich and powerful people, celebrity people. With the finders, you have these groups that, you know, the finders is just a name they have. We don't really know how big or extensive these networks are or how long they've been going on, but the networks of people who help traffic children and, and bring them from one country to the next. And of course, the intelligence agencies that cover it up. And then you have the, um, as I said, the churches, the sort of, you know, the, the religious institutions that are involved in child sexual abuse. And then you've got the sort of just unfortunate, I don't even like using this word because it kind of maybe makes it seem too casual, but the run-of-the-mill standard, quote-unquote, 
child sexual abuse that happens, you know, at daycare centers with neighbors, um, with the teacher at school, with the police officer, you know, the kind of random events that do happen. So there is a difference. There is child sexual abuse, child trafficking and things that are totally messed up either way and they should be stopped, but they have nothing to do with the people in power, the elite, etc. What we're focused on today, I think, falls into the former category has to do with potentially powerful people. So let's get right into this article I just wrote for The Last American Vagabond. And again, for those of you who don't know, my articles can always be found right here on this page, The Last American Vagabond, on the author page. If you click up here, if you can see on screen, bros series, or just go to thelastamericanvagabond.com slash category slash Derek dash bros. And of course, the link will be in the description below. But this is where you can find all the articles I've written for The Last American Vagabond including my recent article about monkeypox, my recent article about the World Economic Forum, my recent article about 2030, and on and on and on. So let's dive into this issue. On Tuesday, May 31st, the Utah County Sheriff's Office held a press conference. This man that you can see on the right side of the screen, Sheriff Mike Smith, excuse me while it loads, held a press conference right there. There's Mike Smith. And the man on the left is Utah, uh, Utah County Attorney David Levitt. We'll talk about both those men in just a minute. So on Thursday, uh, on Tuesday, May 31st, though, the Utah County Sheriff's announcement, they just put out this total random announcement, and you can see it on their website, where they said that they were um, working with special victims unit detectives, and they were working with, quote, multiple county and federal agencies investigating reports of ritualistic child sexual abuse from as far back as 1990. Now, you heard that. That's their words. Ritualistic child sexual abuse as far as back as 1990. The sheriff's statement notes that an investigation, quote, into ritualized child sexual abuse and child sex trafficking in Utah began in April 2021. And this investigation it, pre it discovered uh, previous reports alleging similar forms. This is, again, from their statement, alleging similar forms of ritualistic sexual abuse and trafficking that occurred in three different counties in Utah, Utah County, uh, Juab County, and San Pete County during the time between 1990 and 2010. So that's what they're focused on. They're looking you know, back 20, 30 years ago. And the sheriff's statement said that, quote, portions of these allegations were confirmed and are being investigated by the sheriff's office in cooperation with local and federal agencies. This statement called on the victims to uh, you know, reach out to them. And so I heard about this. Actually, I want to shout out Jason Burmis. I first heard about this on Jason Burmis, uh, the Info Warrior on his channel on Rockfin. Um, and then I decided, you know what, let me d dive deeper into this. And I started to look into the statement and I'm glad I did. And I contacted Sergeant Spencer Cannon, who is the public information officer with the Utah Sheriff's Office. And again, guys, this is journalism. This is not just being a YouTuber, content creator, some talking head. Actual journalism involves picking up the phone, calling people, emailing them, talking to real people. And I asked him, could you clarify what is meant by ritualized sexual abuse? Like, obviously, I might have my own interpretations of that, my own thoughts on that. But I wanted to know, what do the cops think that really means? Like, what are they trying to say here? And uh, let's, you know, let's get into it. So he said, ritualized sexual abuse, quote, typically involves a religious component or people from a religious group. He also said it can also be systemic abuse that happens over an extended period. And he, so he said it's a pretty broad definition, but he made it clear. 
this could have something to do with religious groups. Now, of course, many people's minds jump straight to things like Satanism. That could be the case. I, I guess we'll find out with time. Um, but also, you should probably pay attention to what's going on in Utah. And what is the biggest religion in Utah? The Mormons. Who has a lot of power in Utah? The Mormons. We'll get more into that in just a moment. But I figured that's worth mentioning at least. So the local Salt Lake City Fox affiliate they reported that, quote, multiple confidential sources confirmed the new investigation relates to a story that Fox 13, their investigative team, has been working on for months. So that's kind of interesting. And they, they wrote, Fox 13 wrote, the I-team, the investigative team, has learned some of the subjects of the investigation are high-profile Utahns. High-profile Utahns. And the sheriff's office would not confirm or deny that claim about who exactly is named in it. Fox 13 also states that one of the subjects under investigation is a therapist who was previously charged with a series of sex crimes against young female family members. The Utah County's County Attorney's Office dropped the charges without prejudice, and the man was not convicted. However, Fox 13 claims to have records which, quote, indicate the man previously confessed to sexually assaulting at least one of the girls on an undercover phone recording. So let me step back to make sure you're not getting lost before we go deeper, because this, guys, I mean, I'm going to try to keep it as straightforward as possible. I really probably need to do a whiteboard on this uh, because there's a few different components. But what we're at so far, I think, is what matters most. What do we have? We have this man on the right, Sheriff Mike Smith of Utah County, announcing that his department was investigating ritualized child sexual abuse going back at least 20 years, uh, 1990 to 2010, that's 20, 30 years, going back at least 30 years, and uh, that it, it potentially involves high-profile Utahns. That's what's happening right now. This has been, you know, this is not Derek Rose saying this has been put out by the sheriff's department. And in fact, we could visit their you can check out their Facebook page, Utah County Sheriff's Office, and you can see the videos and the statements. And you can see there's a lot of support. There's also people who are like, this is just crazy QAnon stuff. Stop wasting taxpayer money, right? That's what we're facing first. Now, that was last Tuesday. Then this Wednesday, just a couple of days ago, before I'm recording this, the Utah County Attorney pushes back. So Utah County Attorney David Levitt held his own press conference. Again, as always, it's linked right there. You can see video of it. Calling for resignation of Mike Smith, the sheriff. He claimed that the sheriff's investigation was politically motivated. And this is, of course, because in like three weeks, June 28th, I think two weeks, the uh, you know Utah residents will be voting on the primary and this attorney, his, his, uh, his position is up for vote. So he's trying to say this is all politically motivated. The timing of it is related to them trying to kick him out of office. And it could be. It could be. There could be some element of that. And it could also be factually true. Both of those things could be real. So Levitt said that he believes him and his wife are listed in the sheriff's office investigation. This is where things take a really interesting twist, guys, because when the sheriff's office announced that they were doing this investigation, at no point did they name names. I just said that. They were very clear, like, we're not going to name names. And then out of nowhere, the Utah County attorney, David Levitt, just kind of steps into the debate and says, hey, my wife and I are named in this investigation, and it's baloney, it's BS, it's politically motivated. And the sheriff's like, okay, bro, nobody asked, nobody mentioned you. You're kind of outing yourself here. And just for for sake, again, we're talking about this man on the left here, David Levitt. Now we're talking about David Levitt, the man on the left, the Utah County attorney. Who is David Levitt? Well, he is the younger brother of the three-time governor of Utah, Michael Levitt. 
He also is the son of Dixie Levitt, who is the founder of the Levitt Group, which is one of the largest independent insurance brokers in the nation. And of course, all three men are involved, the son and the fa- the sons and the father are involved in the uh, Mormon church. Now, David Levitt said, again, this is the county attorney saying that during this press conference, I learned that my wife and I were part of these allegations, alleging that we were guilty of cannibalizing young children and murdering young children. Now, at no point in the sheriff's department statement, which was very short and kind of sweet, sweet and to the point, did they mention anything about cannibalizing people? So again, nobody's mentioned this dude's name. He's just kind of steps into it and says, hey, by the way, me and my wife aren't cannibals. And everybody else is looking at him like, hey, bro, we didn't mention you. We didn't mention cannibalism. Okay, it's getting weirder. Then David Levitt said the new investigation is related to charges filed against an unnamed man more than 10 years ago. Now, remember, we said just a moment ago that the Fox News local station, they said they confirmed that this is in, it invo- involves some cases they had been investigating over the last year. And now Levitt, the county attorney, is saying, hey, this is related to an old case from more than 10 years ago. He says the, ca- the charges were dismissed because, quote, the evidence was so outlandish and so unbelievable. That's according to the county attorney. He said that the man was charged in connections to allegations with uh, to allegations of raping somebody he knew from church. And Levitt said the case was dismissed without prejudice in 2014. So now you have two different examples, right? The, sh- the uh, sheriff's office, they're not naming anything. They're not saying who's involved in this investigation. If it involves an old case, a new case, all they said was it involves cases uh, or allegations from 1990 to 2010. Fox News confirms that it's probably an, an investigation they're working on. And then out of nowhere, the county attorney's like, hey, by the way, me and my wife aren't cannibals. We're not murdering anybody. And he's claiming it has to do with an old case. Uh, we're going to get to that case in just a moment. Levitt also shared with local media a 151-page document labeled as a victim statement that describes the alleged crime. Now, this 151-page document is an old document from this case from back in 2010, 2014. Do, do the, are the uh, sheriff's office, the Utah sheriff's office using this document to make their case? We don't know that we can't confirm that. I hope this, I'm making this as clear as possible, but Utah County attorney, David Levitt just brings out this 151 page document and starts sharing it with the media and saying, Hey, this is what they're basing their case on. Now I did talk to, um, Investigators with KSL TV in, uh, in Utah and Adam, Adam Herbert, Herbert, who is one of the only local journalists doing a great job on this, and they confirm that there is this 151-page document. Um, Levitt shared with the media a 151-page document labeled victim statement. The document includes Levitt's names as well as more than a dozen people accused of practicing ritual sex abuse of children. And again, investigators with locals TV, they also obtained the, the copy of this and they got it through a public records request to the Provo Police Department. I also have put in a request to the Provo Police Department, and I'm in the process of obtaining a copy of this 151-page document, which I will not be releasing at the moment and because I can't confirm whether or not it actually has to do with this case, and I don't want to just start dredging up old things for nothing, even though this county attorney has already done that. Levitt said the report is 151 pages of utter baloney and called the woman who made the allegations tragically mentally ill. He called for the public information officer, Sergeant Spencer Cannon, and Sheriff Mike Smith to resign. And he's also calling for the feds to do an independent investigation to see where the investigation originated, where the documents came from. And 
He said, quote, I encourage Mike Smith, if he can, to vindicate himself that this is not done for his political purposes, for the political purposes of those who seek to eliminate me from office. And if there is such a link, then I call upon him to resign. And I talked to certain sources with knowledge of the investigation, and they say the previous case mentioned by Levitt is more than likely related to David Hamblin, a man who was accused of rape and arrested in 2012. And at that time, the local news reported that a Provo man had been arrested on several rape charges stemming, stemming from incidents in the 1990s. This man, David Hamblin, Hamblin, was being charged with 12 counts of rape, including three counts of sodomy of a child, one count of attempted sodomy of a child, and two counts of sexual abuse of a child. And the case, though, was eventually dismissed, as they said, without prejudice, and that means it could be refiled again in the future. So now we have the county attorney, the local Fox News, and my own research showing that this case is more than likely related to David Hamblin, again, a man who I believe was involved in the Mormon church. I can 100% confirm that. Uh, and again, like I said, there's a lot of other threads we could get into. There's a man named David Hamblin who apparently was the family bishop for that woman, Elizabeth Smart, who, Smart, who went missing all those years ago in uh, Utah. And there could be a connection there. There's a lot of people who are suspicious of the Mormon church and the cover-ups of child abuse. And I would love to talk to people who have stories to share on that front. Now, here's a tweet from Adam Herberts. Herberts. This is the journalist I was talking about. And he says, one of the targets of the investigation was a therapist previously charged with sex crimes against a young female family members. Uh, the charges were dropped. Police reports indicate they had a taped confession. And here's a quote from that confession. He says, I'm sorry for raping you. Um, and then they even interview a survivor, this man named Brett Bluth, who is a survivor of this David Hamblin, who says he met the therapist through a re referral from the Church of Jesus Christ of Latter-day Saints, which is the Mormon church, to, quote, cure him of homosexuality. And this is, you know, they talk with the guy and he basically says, like, hey, if this does involve David Hamblin, I'm willing to come speak up and talk about it. So that's where we're at now. That's that's where things are. And I've got one or two more points to make and we'll wrap this up. But what I've shared so far, and thanks to everybody who's sharing, uh, who's listening, the man on the right is Sheriff Mike Smith. He is the one who announced that there's an investigation into ritualized child sex abuse happening in Utah. The man on the left is Utah County Attorney David Levitt, who also happens to be the brother of the three-time former governor of Utah. And his father is a very powerful man as well. And the Levitt family itself, when you know about the Mormons and the settling, the pioneers of Utah, there's a lot of connections. You can look, for example, at that man, David Hamblin. Look at the family. It goes all the way back to a man called Jacob Hamblin, one of the first Mormons and pioneers out there. Levitt's family is equally powerful and equally connected. So if he is involved, if there's any truth to these claims, which he just sort of volunteered and said, hey, by the way, me and my wife aren't cannibals. Um, if it's any truth to that, then he is likely trying to cover his own ass right now. And I imagine his his former governor brother, his powerful father, and all his family and people in the Mormon church are trying to cover this up if there is truth to it. Again, I'm not here to throw accusations. I'm reporting what is happening in the media, guys. This is not Derek Bros making this up. This is the police in Utah. And you could dismiss it if you want. You could say it's QAnon, whatever. I think there's more to it. Let's continue in our last part of this uh, video today. Again, guys, please do subscribe. Please uh, share these videos out. I only get to keep doing this because of, well, for one, because I write for The Last American Vagabond and that helps pay the bills, but because you guys get my work out there. So please continue to share. Now, after this press conference where Utah County Attorney David Levitt said, hey, you know what? Me and my wife aren't cannibals, this and that. L two hours later, 
Sheriff Mike Smith holds his own press conference and he says he will not be resigning. And he promised um, he promised that he would continue to investigate this and take it wherever it goes. He also said that no less than 20 people have contacted the department since they first announced the investigation. He said, quote, I will tell you right now that I think this is probably the best way we could use public funds is to investigate child sexual abuse. And Sheriff Smith did acknowledge that the case mentioned by Levitt is connected to the current investigation. So he acknowledged that the case Levitt brought up, which he didn't name names, but he said it's based on some therapist, which we confirm is David um, Hamblin. They confirm that. So I think we can pretty much say this this has to do it might not be the only case but it does have to do with this previous case about david hamblin where he was and let me go back up i don't know if i showed the link where this man was his case was dismissed i guess i forgot to include it i need to go back and edit this because the the link where it shows he got dismissed it's pretty crazy guys like this guy was accused of raping several family members and he's a therapist and manipulating people's minds and stuff all kinds of stuff got brought up and then it was some sort of procedural error where they were like we're having trouble getting discovery documents from, you know, the, the prosecution. Oops. Sorry, guys. We got to dismiss it. Somebody was holding the case up because they didn't want it to go forward. And now it seems like Sheriff Mike Smith and his team are saying, you know what? We're coming for him. We're going to do this. So um, when questioned by the reporters about the full extent of his investigation, Smith did acknowledge the FBI has been involved. Quote, as we investigated those crimes that led us to the case Mr. Levitt mentioned, as we looked into into it, we found further corroborating evidence that these things had happened and needed to be investigated. We believe, I believe, that Levitt is using his authority and his pulpit to bully, distract, and mischaracterize the facts of this investigation. Sheriff Smith noted that the focus of the initial press release and the main focus of the investigation was into ritualized sex abuse, not cannibalism. Quote, don't be misled by statements by Levitt that are sensational. The main focus of this investigation is child sexual abuse. Several times, David Levitt named himself and mentioned cannibalism and murder. This investigation is about child sexual abuse. So he's trying to say, look, Levitt is, uh, Levitt is potentially trying to interfere with the investigation by taking it public. And by, you know, he's potentially this county attorney who is a legal, you know, figure could be potentially interfering with this investigation by talking about it publicly because the sheriff's office didn't name names, didn't say what the investigation had to do. They just said, hey, we're investigating child sexual abuse. If you got more info, let us know. And then homeboy David Levitt just puts himself in there, says, hey, I didn't cannibalize anybody and is trying to taint the investigation. Sheriff Smith also admonished Levitt calling for calling alleged victims mentally ill. He says, quote, I take exception to any victim who comes forward and is characterized as tragically mentally ill. How dare you? And I end this with saying that while it remains to be seen to what degree the Hamblin case is related to the current investigation and who is implicated in the ongoing investigation, it is a fact that the Utah County Sheriff's Office is investigating claims of ritualistic sexual abuse of children. Hopefully, the full extent of that abuse and what exactly is meant by ritualistic will be revealed in time. So I'm going to continue to follow this, guys. I plan to do subsequent articles. I had way more in here. There's a couple of elements that I didn't even bring into this. I'm going to save that for another video because I think there will be follow-ups to this. Um, and I even think that some of the there, that David Levitt might be talking about certain things that are total distractions and have nothing to do with this, but they could be relevant. And I'm going to talk about that in another video. This might end up being a series of videos. Um, you know, I, I unfortunately, these things are happening, guys. And just like with the finders, I think there could be a network here. 
And even in the investigation, even in the press, uh, the, the press conference, the second press conference held by the sheriff, one of the reporters said, you know, there's always been legends out here of a, a ring of sex network of sex sex networks in three different counties in Utah. This like legendary, this, you know, these folklore. And I guess most people hear them and they either know they're true, but they don't know what to do about it or they've heard whispers about it or people just dismiss it off. Oh, that's conspiracy theory. So that's interesting to me that even in the local area, people have they hear about these things. And even if out there, if you're listening and you got tales to tell, please email me at into the light into the light at protonmail.com. I want to hear your story. You can be uh, an anonymous contributor, an anonymous source. You don't have to tell me your name or I won't share your name publicly. But these kind of stories need to be out there. Now, as I mentioned, we're going to do additional reports and we're going to look into these accusations about child sexual abuse in Utah going back to the 80s. Look, this is a, an article I found, guys, that I need to archive this, um, that is from the Utah Deseret News. And it says, tales are bizarre, but true, deputy says. And look at the date on here. I don't know if you guys can see this on screen. It's kind of small. September 1991. September 1991. That's when this story was reported. And what does it say? Among the skeptics in law enforcement are those who believe that ritualistic child sex abuse, sex abuse of children occurs both locally and nationally and may be associated with Saint Satanism. Deputy Dennis Howard. I need to find him. I need to find him and interview him. Uh, of the Utah County Sheriff's Department is one of them. He took 42 reports alleging ritualistic animal or child abuse in 1989. Quote, victims will tell you their stories that are so bizarre, it's difficult to believe them. But I have no trouble believing it. It's happening in Utah County and in every other county of the state. I talk to a lot of th therapists who don't believe the hocus pocus. But to say the abuse isn't going on is wrong. And... So that's just one of the reports. I've got a lot more that I found from back in the day, and I will be getting into these in additional articles and additional video reports. But that's what's going on, guys. And I am going to stay on this story. Um, you are welcome. Thank you for the kind words and the comments. Uh, I don't enjoy doing those stories, guys. You know, these are really fucked up things. I don't, they don't make me happy. This isn't something I enjoy. This is, this is not clickbait so that you will watch in fact, I wish you would pay more attention to the solutions that I promote. But the fact is, this is happening. It's a reality from the Jeffrey Epsteins and the famous people, the Kevin Spaceys, the Prince Andrews, the Trumps, the uh, Hillary Clintons, Bill Clintons, to the local police officer, to the local teacher, to the daycare center. Now, I'm not trying to say you need to live your lives in paranoia and fear of parents. But by God, you need to know who your kids are hanging out with and where who they're around and don't just send them out to random people and don't just trust somebody because they're in your church, because they're a principal, a teacher, a pastor, a politician, especially, or even a parent. Use your own dis discernment and your own intuition and your own judgment. Don't leave your kids alone with crazy ass people. And sometimes it's hard to know who's crazy and who's not, but... Ah, just be careful out there, guys. I want to remind you again, my website is theconsciousresistance.com, guys. Theconsciousresistance.com. I've been broadcasting for over a decade now, and I will continue to do so as long as I breathe, bringing you the news and the information that others won't cover, going down rabbit holes deeper than others will, not just telling you about the latest buzz stories, the trendy things of the week, but taking time to dive deep, actually doing journalism, actually asking questions, actually investigating releasing documentaries, releasing books, I encourage you to check out my website and get lost in it. And if you can support us, please go to theconsciousresistance.com slash invest and make sure we can continue to do this into the coming years, guys. 
And I very much appreciate you and your time. Until next time, remember, you are powerful, you are beautiful, and you are free. Peace, my friends. Since 2012, the Conscious Resistance Network has been an independent media organization focused on empowering individuals through education, philosophy, health, and community organizing. We work to create a world where corporate and state power do not rule over the lives of free human beings. Our motto is leading by example and helping others in their pursuit of freedom. Visit theconsciousresistance.com to find our articles, documentaries, interviews, podcasts, books, and more. Remember, you are powerful, you are beautiful, and you are free.